Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih Al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'id Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Fi kitabihi al-kirim Alif lam mim تلك آيات الكتاب الحكيم هدى ورحمة للمحسنين الذين يقيمون الصلاة ويؤتون الزكاة وهم بالآخرة هم يوقنون الله جل وعلا he says what means in his tremendous book in his noble book ألف لام ميم these are the ayat. These are the verses of the wise book. A guidance and a mercy. A guidance and a mercy for the good doers. The muhsinun, those who do good. Allah Jalla wa'ala in the next ayah gives us some characteristics of the good doers. Allah Ta'ala, He says what means? Those who establish the prayer, they pay the charity, they pay zakat, and they have certain knowledge, they have certainty as relates to the hereafter. Allah Jalla wa'ala in these ayat, He explains to us those who they benefit from these ayat, from these verses, from the verses of the wise book. Those who live their lives in accordance to the Qur'an. Those who are upon guidance. Allah Ta'ala, He tells us as relates to them, those who have turned to the Qur'an, they have accepted it. They live their lives in accordance to it. They are guided by its guidance. That these ones who have turned to the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala, He says, أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَىٰ هُدًا مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Allah Ta'ala says what means then These are they These are the ones Who are upon guidance from their Lord And these are the ones who undoubtedly they are successful These are the ones they are successful أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ These ones It is them they are the ones who are successful. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He explains to us that these individuals, they are the ones who are the successful. There is not a single one from amongst us except that we want to be successful. Who are these individuals? They are those who are the good doers, the good doers that Allah Ta'ala told us about some of their characteristics. Those who they establish the prayer, they pay the zakat, and they have a firm belief in the hereafter. These are the good doers. Then these individuals, these ones who they are the ones who they combine between knowledge, between the complete knowledge, and that is their certainty in the hereafter, and what? 
in action because they do the righteousness. They bring forth the righteous good deeds. They establish the prayer. They pay the zakat, so on and so forth. And these two extremely tremendous, outstanding, great, magnificent acts of worship, they are but examples. The good doers, they come with the acts of worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the sunnah of his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. These are the ones who have combined between knowledge and between action. Istimiru, they combine between what they know and what they know is reflected in what they do. These individuals, ala huda, they're upon huda, eh? Azim, they're upon tremendous guidance. Imam Sa'ad, he says, Kama yafidu tankir, just like the indefinite be benefit from it here. Because this word, huda, here is hudan. Hudan. This is nakira, it's not definite. It's not definite. So because it's not definite and it's kept general, this means that what? They are upon guidance in general. They are upon guidance in every aspect of their life. There's not a single situation, not a single aspect of their life, not a single affair, except that they are upon guidance because what? When they apply the Quran to that situation, when they apply the Quran to that situation, to that affair, whatever the situation may be, when the Quran is applied in that situation, you will find you will be upon guidance. So they are upon guidance. Let me benefit, and this is why the word comes in its indefinite form here, to show us that the guidance is tremendous. It's tremendous. It's not a guidance that's just a guidance that applies when we're in the masjid. It's not a guidance that just applies inside of the month of Ramadan. But this is a guidance that applies in every aspect of our life and every month from the months and every day, every hour, every moment, every second, it is a guidance for us, tremendous guidance. Imam Sa'di goes on to say, And this guidance, it reaches them. This guidance, it comes unto them. They attain this guidance. This guidance, it reaches them. Min men, from who? Min Rabbihim, from their Lord, Allah Azza wa Jal. Alladhi lam yazal yurabbihim bin-ni'am. The one who... He consistently and he still gives unto them blessings. He still rears them with blessings. And he repels from them harm. He repels from them harm. Allah Azza wa Jal. He gives guidance to the good doers. It reaches them. He blesses them. He rears them. He blesses them with blessings. And what? And he removes from them difficulties. He repels from them harm. This is for who? This is for those who are good doers, those who live their lives in accordance to the Quran. Allah Ta'ala He says, Ula'ika wa ula'ika humul muflihun. And these ones, they are rightly guided. Wa ula'ika humul muflihun. And these ones, they are the ones who are successful. They are the ones who are successful. Meaning that they attain the pleasure of their Lord, Allah Azza wa Jalla. And they get the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In here in this world and also in the hereafter. Naam, here in this world and also in the hereafter. 
These are those who they turn to the Quran. These are those who accept the Quran. These are those who live their lives in accordance to the Quran. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us about another lot. He tells us about another group. He tells us about another type of people. And these are the people who turn their backs on the Quran. These are the people who prefer something else. They want something else. So that's Allah Ta'ala. He says in the next ayah, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَشْتَرِي لَهْوَ الْحَدِيثِ لِيُضِلَّ عَنْ سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِغَيْرِ عِلْمِ And from mankind there are those who they purchase vain speech. They purchase vain speech. So as to lead others astray from Allah's way without knowledge. وَيَتَّخِذَهَا huzwa, And they take it as a joke, as something that is light. أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ muheen. These ones, they will have for them a humiliating punishment. They will have a humiliating punishment. Those who what? Those who يَشْتَرِ لَهُ الْحَدِيثِ Those who they purchase, they prefer what? Vain speech. Imam Sa'ani, he mentions women and nas. mahrum. These are the ones who they are prevented from guidance. They are the ones who are shut out. They are the ones who are shut out from the guidance because they turn their backs on the guidance. They don't want to hear what's in the Quran. It doesn't, it doesn't yani, amaze them that which is in the Quran. They're looking for other stuff. Yashtari, eh? Yakhtaru. Ma'ana yashtari huna? Yakhtaru. Yashtari, they buy, meaning they choose. They choose. Wayarrab. And they want, they desire. They want, they desire. A small, measly transaction. A small value. This is what they want. And that thing that they want, this, 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 this lowly thing, this thing of little value, no value, is what? Lahwal hadith. What is the meaning of lahwal hadith? Bila shak wa bila roi. What enters into it as the ulama of the Sahaba, as the mufassirun from the Sahaba, and those who are after them, they have explained that what is meant by lahwal hadith here is al ghina. It means music. It means music. Because music, and we know, is utilized to divert people from the remembrance of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is from the biggest tools of Shaytan. From his biggest tools that he has in his arsenal against us, from his weapons that he has in his arsenal against us is what? Is music. So we know this enters into the meaning of it. But you have to understand, we all have to understand that it's not restricted to just music. It is music, yes. But it's not just restricted to music, but it's all kalam muharram. But it's all speech that is impermissible. All speech that is impermissible enters into this. All speech that will contain therein عصيان, disobedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وفصوق, and all type of lewd speech that is inappropriate. Also الكذب, lying, enters into this. وشتم, وصوب, cursing and verbal abuse enters into this. All of these things enters into what is lahwul hadith. 
Also what enters into that is Mazamir al-Shaytan Also the musical instruments And the poetry of the Shaytan All of it enters into Lahu al-Hadid Also what enters into this is what? Is kufr with shirk That type of speech that is filled with kufr That type of speech that is filled with shirk It also it enters into this It enters into the meaning of Lahu al-Hadid Vain idle speech and it's important that we know this because the shaitan <coughs> he has tricks. An individual comes and he says, "You know, I'm not going to listen. And I'm not going to listen to uh, music." Huh? So shaitan comes and say, "Okay, well, then listen to audio books." He say, "Okay, it's an audio book. It's not music, but it's an audio book now for Harry Potter." And Harry Potter is a story that's based upon magic. Sihr, Sihr, Kufr. Sihr is Kufr. Allah Taala says in His Noble Book, "وَمَا كَفَرَ سُلَيْمَانُ وَلَكِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ كَفَرُوا يُعَلِّمُونَ النَّاسَ السِّحْرَ." Allah Taala says it means, and Sulaiman did not disbelieve. Sulaiman, alayhi salatu wasalam, he did not disbelieve. But rather the shayateen, they disbelieved, teaching the people magic. Teaching the people magic. And if you go on in the ayah, you, you'll see even more to see that what? That sihr is kufr, is disbelief. So the person turns away, say, I'm not going to listen to the music, and I'm going to listen to the audio book, and he, he listens to the likes of Harry Potter or other fictitious stories that have to do with magic and built upon magic. So that listening to that still enters into what? Lahu al-Hadid. It still enters into vain speech. It is incumbent that we know and that we understand this. Because the shaitan, he will find many ways to divert us from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that gives life to our heart. It is the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal that gives life to our heart, that cleans our heart, that cleanses our heart. Rather, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that the dunya is mal'oona. Al-dunya mal'oona. Ala dunya mal'oona. Wa mal'oonun ma fiha illa dhikrullah wa ma walah wa'aliman aw muta'allima. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in his hadith, hadith of Abu Huraira, that has been collected by a tirmidhi wa ibn Majah wa ghayrihima. That, <coughs> is it not except that this world, it is cursed. Ad-dunya mal'oona. This world is cursed. Istami'u. This world is cursed. And that which is in it is cursed. Wal-mal'oonun ma fiha. And that which is in it is also cursed. Except, except for what? Except for the remembrance of Allah. Except for the, the remembrance of Allah and that which is conducive to it. The remembrance of Allah and that which is conducive to it. And the scholar and the student of knowledge. And the scholar and the student of knowledge. Everything else in the world is what? Is cursed. So when we understand the reality of this, we understand the importance of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then understand how the shaitan tries to divert you from the remembrance. 
how the shaitan tries to divert you from the Quran. All of us know, all of us know, and let us talk to ourselves. Let us look at ourselves, we're looking for what? To enrich our own lives. Let us talk to ourselves. All of us know how much time we give to the Quran inside of our life. I don't want to talk about the week, the day, whatever. Nix all that for right now. We know how much importance we have given to the Quran in our lifetime. And what could we generally use as a measuring stick to see is what? A number of things. From them, how much of the Quran do we understand? How much of the Quran have we memorized? Let's just leave it like that for right now. There's more, but let's focus in on those two. How much have we memorized? How much have we understood? How much do we understand from the Quran? How much? How much? How long have we been alive? How long have we been Muslim? How much? Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his noble book, وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرُنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلْذِكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرِ That verily, we have made the Qur'an easy to understand, so is there any that will, stu that will study it? We have made the Qur'an easy to, to, to remember. Is there any that will, that will study it? How much of the Qur'an have we memorized? How much of the Qur'an do we understand? You think about that. You think about why not? And now think about how much time do you give to it. We don't give it much time, so we don't have much of it. We don't give it much time and memorize a lot from it. Why? Because the shaitan is ever busy in distracting us from the various means of distracting us. And from those means is what? Is that what hadith? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to safeguard us from the tricks and the plots and the pitfalls of the shaitan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who turn to his book, who turn to his guidance and apply it inside of their lives. هذا أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله we have to pay attention because you see, things don't start at the ending, right? Things don't start at the end. Turning the people away from the Quran, that's the start. Making them turn towards lahul hadith, turn towards vain speech, that's the beginning. But it doesn't reach its full climax until an individual, he belittles the Quran, doesn't see much value in it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about these individuals who they purchase, meaning that they choose lahwal hadith so as to misguide people from the path of Allah. And they both could be understood because some people they choose it, and then some people what they invest money into it. They invest money into music and the production of music and inside of this vain speech, whether it's plays, whether it's the opera, whether, 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 they put money into it. And you will be very mistaken to think that these shayateen from the human beings are not putting money into that because they want to divert you from what? From the Qur'an. Those who come from Muslim countries, you know that when those soap operas come on, what's the main time of the year that the soap operas come on that only come on once a year is when? In Ramadan. Those who live in Muslim countries, you know. You know what I'm talking about. You think that's not from the shayateen, from the human beings? 
the month of Quran now, the special time of the year, now this soap opera come on now? Allahumma sta'an. So some, yeah, they put, they put their money into it. Allah Ta'ala, He tells us for the likes of these individuals, that these ones, they will have a humiliating punishment. Allah Ta'ala goes on to tell us in the next ayah, وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِ آيَاتُنَا وَلَّا مُسْتَكْبِرًا كَأَنْ لَمْ يَسْمَعَهَا And when they are recited unto them our verses, they turn away from it out of arrogance as if they don't even hear it. They turn away out of arrogance as if they don't hear it. See, it doesn't, it doesn't end where it started. It started with them choosing the Lahwa Hadith over the Quran. It ends where? They don't even want to hear the Quran. The Quran has no importance to them. They turn away from it arrogantly as if they don't even hear it. How many of the individuals you will read unto them the ayat of Allah, you will remind them of the hadith of the Prophet Wasallam, and they will belittle it like it is nothing. Like this is not going to help their life. They go through what they go through and they rather choose to listen to this album, this record or whatever to get through their problems and they don't turn to the Quran. Why? Because they don't see no value in it, but they see the value in albums such and such from singer so-and-so. SubhanAllah. They get sad, they put on sad movie and cry with ice cream and bonbons and so on and so forth. That's going to bring ease to their heart. No, it's going to destroy your heart. Turn away from the Quran. Quran can't help them. This is where it ends. And when it is recited unto them our ayat, they turn away from it arrogantly. Like they don't even hear it. Like they don't even hear it. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Like He has an obstruction. It is as if He has an obstruction inside of His ear. It is as if He has something in His ear that don't allow Him to hear. An obstruction inside of His ear. Those individuals who this is their state, Imam Sa'di, he mentions, he says, وَلَا يَتِمُّ لَهُ هَذَا حَتَّى فِي الْهُدَى This situation will not become complete until he speaks bad about the truth, until he speaks bad about guidance. Until he speaks bad about guidance, they belittle it, they put it down, they don't see any value in it. For those individuals who this is their case, Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَبَشِّرْهُمْ Then give them glad tidings. Glad tidings of what? بِعَذَابٍ أَنِيمٍ Give them glad tidings of a most painful punishment. That painful punishment that will afflict the body, that will afflict the heart, that will burn from every which side. May Allah Ta'ala save us from it. They will have a punishment that is أَنِيمٍ أَنِيمٍ it's not an elem, it's not a pain. No, it's alim. Alim is a type of pain that we can't fully comprehend and we don't ever want to fully know. A painful torment that is beyond the pain that you could imagine. That is beyond the pain that you could imagine. That is a type of pain that nobody can bear. Nobody can be patient on it. This is for who? This is for those who have turned their backs on the Quran, those who have turned their backs on the guidance, those who have taken to the idle talk and the idle speech, those who prefer it over the guidance, those who speak bad about the guidance, belittle the guidance, then for them, adabun alim, then they will have a tremendously painful punishment. For them, they will have adabun mahin, they will have a humiliating, they will have a humiliating punishment. Adabu muhin, humiliating punishment. Adabu alim, a most painful.
punishment and chastisement for who? For these individuals who turn their backs upon the guidance. Ya ibadullah. This is a stern warning from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we don't turn our backs upon the guidance and prefer the entertainment of this world that is entertainment that is haram. We're not saying that an individual, he cannot have some pleasurable moments inside of his life. You could. There are a lot of things you could do that are halal. A lot of things you could do that are halal for fun and enjoyment. These are the things that we're encouraged to do. But those things that are filled with sin and transgression, kufr, shirk, and so on and so forth, a believer should not be finding entertaining kufr, shirk, disobedience. How does a believer say he's entertained by watching people disobey Allah? Contemplate on that. Faqimu salat.